Mike Staley Podcast. FF episode 1264. I am Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today, Madame Rudevega, Valentino, Bison Bentley. Plus, we get to the segment Matthews News. And I won't be ripping anyone a new one today. That was last show. I had to rip some stuff up. Mike's Daily Podcast. And you have to do that from time to time. You know, rip up the old, bring in the new. Mike's Daily Podcast. And apparently the Republicans have done just that with something called the Patient Freedom Act because they all got into office saying we're going to repeal Obamacare and this is them doing that sort of I don't know anywhere else any other country this would just look crazy Mike's Daily Podcast but that's our country that's our government that's our Bush. Oh, wait, that was a show Mike's on Comedy Central. Daily right after Bush got elected. Podcast. The W. Bush, that would be. Yeah! Comedy Central immediately began making fun of George W. Bush. They pulled the show right after the uh, 9-11 terrorist event. And that meant that the show was gone forever. You can maybe find it on YouTube. It was put together by the South Park guys. But are they going to do a That's My Trump? You can go back and watch all of his reality TV shows to get the same experience. I had, uh, in, I've been listening to a lot. I don't know why. I listened to a lot of podcasts that were still talking about the inauguration. And it just, it's done. It, it it didn't put me to sleep. It was very direct. And we came away from it with the words America first, which we've heard that over and over again. But I had a, a little fun watching the Spicer, the Spice Girls, the Sean Spice Girls. Sean Spicer is his press guy now, his, his mouthpiece. And he does these daily briefings now. And it's fun because he, uh, Donald Trump's speaker guy, is, you know, right off the bat, set a tone with the press like, we don't trust you. And it's fun to watch those because there's this, the, the press people, look who just walked in. The journalists are sitting there like, we, th- there's definitely war in the press room now. And it's awesome. So he... He made some la- he, he Can I find that? Let me find that real quick. Okay. I found it. All right. Sean Spicer was... This was the press briefing. His first daily briefing, which was on Monday. Do you have any corrections that you would like to make or clarifications of what you said Sure. I mean, well, ask away, Jonathan. You know, I mean, just for instance, I don't want to get in, relitigate the whole issue, but like, just take one, like the issue of Metro ridership. You made a statement about. We did, Metro and at the time, uh, the information that I was provided by the inaugural committee came from an outside agency that we reported on. All right, talking think- about, you know, he was saying that the Trump inauguration had the most people ever watching it. Numbers that we had been provided. Uh, that wasn't like we made them up out of thin air. And do you stand by your statement that that was the most watched inaugural I think, address? Sure. It was the most watched inaugural. When you look at, look, 
you look at just the one network alone got 16.9 million people online. Another couple of the networks, there were tens of million people that watched that online. Never mind the, the, the audience that was here, 31 million people watched it on television. Combine that with the tens of millions of people that watched it online on a device, there's, it's unquestionable. I don't, I don't, and I don't see any numbers that, that dispute that. When you add up attendance, viewership, or total audience in terms of tablets, phones, uh, on television, I'd love to see any information that proves, proves that otherwise. And, and then one so, other, do, yeah. do, do you dispute that? Well, I, I don't want to get into to numbers. I, I, well, I do. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm just saying, if you're asking me a question about my integrity, I have a right to say if you add up the, the network streaming numbers, Facebook, YouTube, all of the various live streamings that, that we have information on so far, I don't think there's any question it was that, that it was the largest watched inauguration ever. More than Ronald Reagan's in 1981. I'm pretty sure... That Reagan didn't have YouTube, Facebook, yes. I, or the internet. Yeah, yeah, I think 41 million people watched. You his. could do this job. 41 million watched his. Okay, so let's just take the Nielsen ratings, which are 31 million, and add it to CNN, 16.9 million. That's he, a little higher. He so reminds so me of saying, this guy I'm, I worked with, named Mike Morales. Just two entities together. There's something likable about Sean Spicer. Like on Saturday, any second thoughts on that? I think we're, Jonathan, look. I, I want this to, huh? I came out to read a statement, and I did it. We're here today. I'm going to stay here as long as you want. So uh, I want to make sure that we... <laughs> Got a little laugh. I think you guys might want to leave before I do. Um, but look. Yeah, okay, yeah, because he was talking about the uh, situation that he... Oh, when he came in on Saturday... He read this statement like, the, the media is lying. You're all a bunch of liars, basically. But by that logic of if you take into, a, you know, I'm pretty sure Ronald Reagan didn't have YouTube or tablets or iPhones, then my podcast is the most listened to podcast ever because there's that access there. There's a possibility of people listening to this podcast all over the world on any sort of device. Because I'm on like a gazillion different things. YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podomatic, iTunes, Google Play, etc. Find all those places at mikesdailypodcast.com. But that's Sean Spicer and that's, that's, uh, he's trying to, I don't know how long he's going to last, but it's so amusing. Watch that. It's on YouTube. Oh, YouTube. So a couple people walked in. Hello, Michael Bass, it's Madame Rutabaga, and I remember Ronald Reagan. He had nice hair. Yeah. I think you have to have nice hair to be president. Oh, wait, Donald Trump's president. Well, he's got some something's on his head. But we won't go. That's a, that's a really horse that's been beat to death. And it... <laughs> oh, sorry, Nelly. Hey, Nelly's here. That must mean Benita's here. Hello, Benita. Your hat is so beautiful. Thanks. I like y'all's bracelets. Thank you. Did you uh, did you both go to the women's march on Saturday? Michael Marshall, we was there. Yeah, we went together, didn't we? Yeah. You guys didn't go together, did you? No, we're just kind of making this up off top of our heads, y'all. Yes, Michael Matthew. Okay. I wish I would have gone. I had to work. 
but yeah, it it's it made a statement. It really made a statement. And the the video, I watched some video off of Instagram. People were putting it in their stories, and it just looked like a great day. So let's talk about something else. Talk about the weather. Bye bye. Oh look, who else is here now? Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parenting attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, I would like to take Sean Spice's jab. Oh, really? Yeah, Mike. And we want to start a third party. Do you know that? Oh, yes, your third party. Uh, so, you know, I was thinking the other day about how. Uh, I spent Friday night watching Toto. No, not the little dog from It's a Wonderful Life. No, wait. Wizard of Oz. That's right. Toto was a band in the 70s and 80s. Oh, the podcast walked in. And here's today's podcast picture. The podcast picture walked in. It's of me holding an old phone. It's one of those old sort of flip phones. I found one of those recently. My part-time job uses them. So I was like, oh, this will make me look funny if I put it up against my head. <sighs> Those were the phones that gave you head cancer, didn't they? The phones today don't do that. Toto was a great band that had that song, Africa. Gonna take a lot to take me away from you. And Rosanna. That was their big album, Four. They did some... They got more jazzy, though, on this one album called Fahrenheit. And they had a different... Lead lead singer by the name of Joseph Williams, who is the son of John, John Williams, the composer of Star Wars and all these gazillion other big movies, you know, E.T., etc. I had this thing where I, I there's some music that Toto does that when I have nothing else to do and it's a Friday night and I'm not going to go out because it's pouring down rain and I don't have any friends. I just, I, I watched Toto and uh, there's all this footage of them in concert as most rock bands nowadays, people film them with their f- smartphones. And so they are the most watched rock bands ever because they have all these people can watch them on YouTube. I'm pretty sure the Beatles didn't have YouTube back then. And I'm pretty sure the Beatles don't have YouTube now because if you try and post a Beatles song on YouTube, they sue you. Or I don't know, they just take your video down. But that's why you can't find any Beatles songs on YouTube. But I was thinking about memories and, and Toto, and I did see Toto twice in concert, once back in the early 90s. And they were going, they had a different sound. They had this uh, sort of a... The singer, he had this amazing voice that was from Africa. And I guess he had a big following in Africa. And he was the lead singer guy for Toto and would sing all the high high vocal stuff. But then that only lasted for a short while, and I don't know why. Then they went back to Joseph Williams. They went back to Bobby Kimball. Bobby Kimball sang on Rosanna. He's the one that sings, hold the line. Love isn't always on time. And... I saw them in that concert, and then I saw a concert where Bobby Kimball was there and Joseph Williams. This was in Agoura Hills in 2007, where I tried to get my wife to go, and she's like, no, I don't know who Toto is. And a lot of people say that. I don't know who Toto is. 
In fact, that's a t-shirt I'm wearing right now. It says, I don't know who Toto is. But I'm gonna rip it off right now. Michael Masu, look at your abs. Woo. Thanks. You know, the... I try to do push-ups. But I don't like them. I can do one. I do one. If you do a push-up a day, at the end of the year, you've done 365 of them. So... I was thinking about how in marriages, how they break up because we focus on the negative, on the, on the stuff that makes us angry. And if we only thought about the good times, if we only had the, kept the good memories in our minds, the marriages would last our li- entire lifetimes. But we, we, I think, well, I, I know that's oversimplifying it, but I know in my marriage that, that broke up, it, it, towards the end was just focusing on everything that was wrong and and we were both guilty of that it takes two to tango and it just I think a lot of things in our lives we it even though what's painful we choose to forget as Barbara Streisand once sang and the really painful things we our bodies our minds try to block out but some of the uh, just the negative things we focus on and we should remember the good things is all I'm saying this was my deep subject do you agree Madam Rutabaga I don't know what you're talking about oh you have a nice bracelets thank you mikesdailypodcast.com is where you can leave your compliments or your uh, insults or if you want to focus on the negative or the positive or whatever you want to focus on Go there to mikesdailypodcast.com. So tired. Click on that thing for any of the social media. You can comment. We read your comments on the section. Emails from email and your comment, not so comments. There's also a phone number now, 336-MM-DAILY. You can call me on here at Cafe Anyway. There's a way to help out the show through the Amazon link. Click on that and buy whatever it is you're going to buy, and that helps us out. There's also a link to the paypal and you'll get a special greeting from all the cafe anyway characters if you do that finally there's all the interviews and the podcast pictures and everything else valentino yeah mike did you bring a pillow anywhere so i can put my head on the pillow the rest of this podcast actually i did can I borrow your pillow? Yeah, it's a little bit strange. Damn it. Here you go. D. Thanks. Mike, you're welcome. Third party. Do you know that? Well, here's the segment called Matthew's News. Matthew's News. Ginormous. Oh, boy. It's pretty interesting. I am in love with Rachel Martin. She is on... The now on morning edition on NPR. I think she just started that. She was on on the weekend, and I made a comment a couple podcasts back about how I do not like her delivery and her her pick of stories. Something about her, I don't know. She was replaced on Sundays. That's the only time I really listened to NPR in the morning. She was replaced with Lou. Lulu Garcia Navarro. Lulu Garcia Navarro. She is great. But until she replaced Rachel Martin on Sundays, 
I was like, wait, Trump, here, instead of uh, getting rid of the Pacific Agreement thingy, just def- defund NPR and you'll have all the money you need. Because the who, wow. But Lulu Garcia Navarro is awesome. If you want to get a job at NPR, you need to have an odd name. Let's see, there's Audie Cornish. Uh, let's see, there's uh, Lakshming Singh. Uh, and, oh, they don't have all the names here. There's some fantastic, crazy names on the... Now, wait a minute. She used to be Lourdes Garcia Navarro. Now she's Lulu Garcia Navarro. Or are they two different people? I'm confused. Anyway, I didn't want to talk about that. On Matthew's News, I wanted to talk about a Nebraska state senator who had cyber sex with a woman on a state computer is facing criticism again for retweets suggesting that demonstrators at a women's march weren't attractive enough to be sexually assaulted. Yes, that actually happened. Papillion Senator Bill Kintner dismissed critics on Monday. Oh, Nebraska. Larry Elder, a conservative radio host, retweeted a photo of three women apparently taking part in Saturday's march. Two of the women were holding signs reading, Not my uh, body part. Elder's retweet included the sentence, Ladies, I think you're safe. Oh, we got into those, into that area, so to speak. And Kintner retweeted the post, then came under fire from various constituents and groups. His... Twitter account was deactivated yesterday morning. He declined to comment in person about the post to the local Omaha Channel 7 News there. But before the deactivation of his account, he replied right out of the liberal playbook, take a joke and claim victimhood. He later issued the following statement. By retweeting a message, I was not implying support for putting women in fear of their personal safety. I took down the retweet as soon as I became aware that it was being misconstrued. Nebraska Democratic Party Chair Jane Cleave called Kintner's behavior an embarrassment to Nebraska. She said Senator Kintner should spend more time following the law and less time offending women. For someone caught engaging in illegal behaviors, One would think Kintner and the Republican Party would put an end to this nonsense and get back to work for our families. Kintner is an embarrassment to Nebraska and anyone who co-sponsors his bills or asks to speak at rallies, asks him to speak at rallies, is condoning his illegal behavior and his offensive remarks about women. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Revealing. Oh, hey. Mike's Daily Podcast has one new view on Facebook. You can find it at on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike's Daily Podcast. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Now, is there going to be a thing called Refuse Trump Tuesdays or, or re something, something t- Trump Tuesdays? I don't know if that's going to be a new thing where people meet in the streets for that, but we'll see. But get your bullhorn out and say to the world, I'm thinking positive, I'm thinking good memories, I'm thinking spicy memories. I'm thinking about the spiciness of life. And oh, doesn't it make it worth living. And here's your pillow back. Thanks, Mike. Mike's
Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.